Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Andrew here with Sam Show. We are going to be talking about the All-Star Weekend, the good, the bad, Charles Barkley and Draymond Green representing the ugly. Uh, we're going to talk about LeBron's quotes over the course of the All-Star Weekend. We'll talk about the actual game as well, which remains embarrassing. Uh, yeah, plenty of stuff to get to. A lot of fun to be had. A lot of points to be made. So I want to be clear before I like really dive into criticizing the entirety of, of what we just watched, which I am recording this minutes after the uh, NBA players just once again sending another nice little reminder to all of us peasants that the only way to get super duper rich people to care about this thing that has been cared about by other players and by generations of players to allow them to get paid the way that they get paid is to pay them more money. So that's fantastic. Great. Uh, after an entire week hyping up how the, this is going to be the game where these guys appear to care a little bit more. We got another edition of, Hey, watch these guys shoot three pointers and watch these guys go through a shoot around and avoid sweating. Before I get into like all of those criticisms uh, that I will be levying against the all-star game, I do want to say that I thought this weekend did offer up some really cool moments and some really cool ideas and tweaks that I think can be built upon, starting with uh Steph going up against Sabrina Ionescu uh, and or Ionescu. I, I, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Um, but that event was electric. And I honest to God think that it, that event single-handedly was responsible for the crazy rating uh, bump that we saw. I, I think uh, this set a record for, um, or Saturday night, it set a Saturday night record. So, uh, you know, that was, it was great. You know, it was, I, I thought Kenny Smith did his absolute best to throw cold water on what was otherwise an electric event. Um, but, but you had uh, an absolute star in Sabrina go up against another absolute icon in Steph. Both people did their absolute best to beat the other. Um, and, and we had great drama there. Uh, Sabrina did enough in her round to, she would have advanced in the, uh, in, in the uh, guys three point contest, which makes you kind of wonder, like, I know that they're probably going to do a rematch next year with, with just those two, but you know, with it being three point shooting, you could probably involve more WNBA players in that, in that contest. Hell, the skills challenge, um, as it was kind of formulated this year, where it was team Pacers, team first-round picks, and team All-Stars, I believe it was. There could be a, a, a team WNBA there, and I think they would do just fine in that, given how few Fs the uh, NBA players appear to give about it. So, I, you know, I would I would give that a go. I would see what that kind of looks like. Um the 
Uh, the next thing, obviously, that that the next highlight from it was um, the the, the three point contest itself. It remains really good. It remains really fun, really dramatic to see uh, the absolute best at their craft go out there and prove why they are the absolute best at their craft. Um, and I think you know you have more stars willing to participate in that event. And that has now made that kind of the marquee event from that night. I don't think they'll ever finish it, you know, finish the Saturday night with that kind of event um, because of the, the slam dunk contest history. But if things continue going in the direction that they are, we're like, it's cool that Mac McClung, a G league player can go out there and, and win this thing. And his dunks were great, but I don't know, like that novelty was fun last year, clearly wore off this year. I think there's a lot that needs to be fixed uh, with that slam dunk contest, but three point contest was great um, skills challenge. I think they went too far in the opposite in, in a negative direction, but you know, with the two shooting things, it was a, it was a, a, those two things were, I think enough to like show this is why we should work on fixing all-star weekend, right? Like if it, when we see the NBA and NBA stars at their absolute best, it is majestic. It is beautiful what these guys are capable of doing. It's what makes it so clear and obvious when they aren't, you know, putting forth their best effort, why it's an inferior product. And, and I thought that those two events and, and, you know, the, 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 the way that they went down and the way that people really rallied around those events is is enough should be enough to show everybody all right that is what what we just got there can we harness that can we harness that vibe can we harness that effort what can we do to get people to care about the rest of this stuff in the way that they appear to care about that thing um because like you don't have you don't have guys who are competing in the three-point contest shooting left-handed like anthony edwards did you don't have guys turning around and shooting like backwards like scotty barnes did in the, in the in the skills challenge i don't think it's necessarily that that the guys don't try in the slam dunk contest it's just that like the guys that they are getting just aren't very intriguing and you know they need to find a way to change that i also think that like with the judges i think there's some some meat left on that bone where you can get actually entertaining people who don't just like press numbers into a computer and then like lean back and 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 hold judgment there like you can have some people on the mic there to give their actual feedback to what was lacking in a dunk or something like that like that would that would be great right that'd be fantastic um so i i thought like before i get into the game and before i get into other aspects of this that i would maybe tweak and 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 whatever i do think that there is something here worth working on i do think there is something here worth salvaging um, we know now the way that media is, is working and the media landscape is working, that these tentpole events are what drives the economy and, and the NBA, I think needs to be invested in fixing this. It's why you had Adam Silver and all of the, like, like Larry Bird, I think even spoke to this, that these guys are finally going to try this year. The NBA knows that like, if, if it is going to make any headway, if it is going to make any progress, it's through these tentpole events. Uh, because the regular season is a broken product, then and 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 I think that they they are capable of fixing these things. They just have to 
you know, find a way to get through to these guys. What is at stake? And you maybe it's going to take a a step back in the CBA or these or a TV deal that comes back way below expected uh, value. And maybe it'll take that to wake up these guys where their actual purse strings get tightened a little bit. And that is what kind of wakes them up and makes them realize what's at stake when they show up and just don't care about one of the NBA's marquee events. Um, I hope it doesn't come to that, but it appears pretty clear that that's probably what it's going to take. I don't want to spend too much time on this because what's the point? Like me hopping on here and whining about the all-star game when there isn't like a back and forth is just not great audio. So I'm not going to spend too, too much time on this. I only want to spend a few minutes, but good God, man. Like it's just like everything about that game sucks now. Right. It, it, I'm not here saying that there was ever games that were like one Oh two to one Oh three all-star games that like finished at one Oh two, one Oh three. And that there was like moving screens and charges being taken in those games. But there was like an amount of pride, I thought. And I also think that like the advent of the the three-pointer has made the all-star game itself a worse product too, where it used to be you would get a layup line, but it would be guys like trying to show off. Like we saw it actually from Carl Anthony Towns. And by the way, shouts to Carl Anthony Towns for like actually breaking a sweat. I think he's the only player on the West team that broke a sweat in that game. Like that's an actual, I think factually correct statistic that I'm able to offer up. There is that Carl Anthony towns actually sweated, which is more energy that anybody on that uh, West team put into the game. But Carl Anthony towns, like the way that he was playing, that was like the bad version of the all-star came before where he scores 50 points in this one. And obviously the points are in, and the stats are going to be inflated. Um, but at least with him, like he's out there and windmill dunking and reverse dunking and getting out in transition and, and, and doing cool things at the rim. Whereas like you have these guys now and like, it's cool to watch Dame pull up from as far as he can. But then like, I don't know, I eventually the novelty of a 40 point shot kind of wears off and the guys miss enough of them. And I'm like, this is, this is the best you guys can do. Like, really? This is, this is what you want to showcase on the first weekend after the Super Bowl. You finally have sports to yourself competing with only hockey. And this is the product that you want to showcase. Like, I don't think that's the best path forward there for you. Um, there, and, and I'm not saying that, like, I want guys to meet each other at the rim. But, like, there was even, even when guys do dunk now, you have that really lazy, like, warm up, drop the ball, like the high school, the high school dunk um warm-up dunk where you weren't I'm when I maybe it's changed I think it's still the same but when I was in high school we weren't allowed to dunk um you weren't allowed to grab and pull down the rim and warm-ups because I they said it was like intimidating and I'm like there is nothing about me even pulling down a rim that is intimidating but whatever um and you would just kind of drop the ball through the rim and um and that's like the the type of even like the cool play that you can get in this setting is that where like even in doing the the most athletic thing in the sport the the most like incredible thing that none of us can you know really relate to 
you have these like avatars, <laughs> excuse me, out there. You have these Avengers out there doing incredible things. And no, in, instead it's just like, dun, 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 whoop. and then, and it's just like this, it goes through the net with like a little fart noise and they kind of drag their feet on the other side of the dunk. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they kept panning over to Oscar Robertson in this game. And they were talking about the way that he's being honored in Indiana, uh, you know, for being an Indiana native and everything that he did for basketball, Oscar Robertson and the rest of um, the NBA's all-stars one year, literally protested, sat out a, uh, or threatened to sat, sit out a uh, all-star game um, because they wanted better treatment by their owners. The sport was growing and they didn't feel like they were being rewarded for the, the sport's growth. And they they put their asses on the line and they sat there in the locker room and they said, we will not go out there until owners come in here and talk to us and listen to us about the things that we are asking for, whether it's pay increases, whether it's better travel, um, you know, the, 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 an improvement in travel quality, uh, whether it's, you know, like for a long time, right, you had NBA players had like day jobs, you know, or they had off season jobs. And Oscar Robertson and Jerry West and, 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 you know, all the all-stars there sat in and said, no, we aren't going to go out there. We aren't going to, 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 to put on a show for you guys, unless you promise to take us seriously at the negotiating table. And um, now he sees these spoiled way richer people who, you know, are making multiples of the amounts of money that they could have ever dreamed of back when they were playing professionally and these guys are just kind of going through the motions and shitting on the product that the, that like Oscar Robertson and Larry bird, I, I think was also sitting there courtside. I think uh, Dr. J was also there. And you see these, these former greats who helped build the sport and provide the opportunity for these guys to make the amounts of money that they make now. Um, and they're just sitting there livid because they're like, what are you doing? How are you? how do you not care at all about what comes after you? Like, how do you not care at all that you're going to leave the sport in a worse state than you found it? How is that a thing? How are we watching this? And, and um, you know, and again, it's like I said in the first segment, the sport is so beautiful when it is played at its highest level. And I'm not expecting, you know, like I, I see people saying like, well, what did you think you were going to get a game seven? It's like, no, idiots. No, I'm, of course I wasn't expecting that. But could I get like a little bit of give a fuck that like is slightly below a game seven? Can we get like, can we get slightly below playoff intensity? Can we get like slightly above a library like study session intensity? Can we get like a little bit more than that? Is that possible? Like that can't be an insane thing for me to ask for. Right. And it's like, and people are like standing for the fact that like these guys didn't care or don't care about this thing. You just like, what they're making an extra amount, the, you know, an extra six figures or so the the winning team gets an extra six figures or so for, for, for participating in this thing. It's not like they're doing, you know, extracurricular stuff that they aren't paid for. No, you, you get an all-star bonus and then you get a bonus for winning the all-star game. And that was supposed to entice these guys to actually try a little bit. But all we keep getting is this nonsense, which again, 
you know, when you see this sport played by these guys at a level that is not where it needs to be, um, it's clear, right? Because we know what it looks like when these get, when, when, when they care. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, short of Adam Silver really laying down the law, I don't think that this can be fixed to be completely honest, not without complete overhaul, which by the way, I have a, an idea for a quick reminder, please do subscribe wherever you get podcasts. If you're listening in podcast form, preferably odyssey. Uh, if you're watching right now live, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button and, um, and yeah, let's keep this thing rolling. But, um, my idea for fixing the, uh, all-star game is, uh, making it, uh, an American versus international team type of game. And, uh, I do think that that would get Luca and Jokic to care, right? European players, international players, they really want, or even if you don't want to do like specifically um, international versus American, because I think we'd probably get boat raced. But if we, if we did like a, a regional thing, right. Uh, European versus, you know, West coast or, you know, whatever. And, 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 and you get regional pride involved. I think maybe that's a way to, and, and you kind of do like the, um, like they like they did with the uh, Rising Stars thing, where you have kind of like that tournament bracket kind of thing, um, with all the Elim ending and stuff. Like I thought that was a fun event. I had a I had a really good time. That you saw those guys, and obviously they aren't they aren't uh, star caliber in the same way that you know NBA stars are. And I and honestly, like there was one group of players who I thought really you know pretty clearly showed up and didn't care, and they got embarrassed, right? Wemby's team and, 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 uh, that group of guys, um, you know, you had the G leaguers really, really care. You had, um, uh, the, the, the other collections of teams that, that like, I thought, you know, really got put together. And then Wemby's team kind of went out there and messed around for a little bit and they lost really early in this thing and looked like idiots for doing so. Right. And I think that's kind of what you need here is, is an opportunity for those guys who, don't play well to be shamed into or, or not even playing well. Cause like you could try and not play well, but that, you know, you need to shame that we need to publicly shame the people who don't give a bleep about this. Cause it is the kind of thing that I think you do need to give a bleep about. So um, yeah, I, I, I think if you make it an international versus American type thing, we'll just keep it simple here. And in this case, you would have had, you know, you would have had KD and and Steph and LeBron and Book and, you know, I guess Jalen Brown and Jason uh, Tatum. Jalen Brunson was out there for them. Tyrese Halliburton. You know, that's a pretty fun team. And <clears throat> for the international team, um, you would have had Jokic and Luka. And you would have had, uh, I guess Paolo Banquero is American. He he um, he identifies as, as American. So I guess he would have been on that team. But you would have had Shea Gildas-Alexander. You would have had Carl Anthony Towns, right? Who plays for, gosh, why am I blanking on that one? Puerto Rico or something. Um, and and uh, you you would have, um, I, I think once you get like regional pride involved and, and all you need is like half of the guys to care, right? 
that's honestly all that you need to shoot for is is as long as you can get more you know half of the guys who would be playing in the game to appear to care about the game and then thus you know provide shame to the guys who aren't caring about it um that is is i think kind of the secret ingredient here and people are like well what if they get hurt it's like i look man um what if they get hurt like i i don't think you would get <clears throat> playoff type intensity here you'd still probably have a game that was up in like the 150s or so and and you would still have you know guys care more about remaining healthy than about that game or whatever but i do think you would have more guys care about that game and care about not getting embarrassed look man you listen to enough of these podcasts by former players and you hear them talk about the amount of respect that foreign-born players get that international players get and you hear that kind of like tinge of you know if we want to be nice about it uh that that tinge of jealousy and that that tinge of envy um if we want to be less nice about nice about it in some cases it goes all the way to like i think gilbert arenas where somebody on that show was willing to say that it was good that draymond green targets european players when he kicks people in the nuts um that's just xenophobia there but like if you get if you if you go that far and you put that on the line and 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 guys see that when they're competing against each other, that to me is 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 I think kind of the how I would how I would design this game. And I think if I'm Adam Silver, I've put bonuses on the line. I've publicly threatened them with, hey man, you gotta care or else. I've done all of the I, I've done I've 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 done everything else that I could possibly do short of this. And if I if I'm Adam Silver and I want to avoid All-Star Weekend being on Tubi next year, you know what you do? You say, all right, fuckers, you messed around. Now you find out. Here's what we're doing next year. It's going to be a Ryder Cup. We are going to get a sponsor for this. We are going to make this an international event that people will care about. Because man, the ratings on that around the world. Um, if it was like, if, if, if you, have you like the Ryder cup and the amount of pride that goes into that event, every time that it gets played is just incredible. And you, we get that a version of that here. And that becomes a tradition moving forward as the sport continues to expand globally, man, that's how you do it. That's how you save all this stuff. And as I just said a second ago, it's worth saving. All right, let's uh, let's move on to Lakers specific stuff here to wrap up the show. And uh, LeBron was on one, right? He typically likes to be on one at All Star Weekend. He likes to offer up his quotes. He likes to give his takes on all kinds of stuff and and um, pretend to be surprised at some of the questions that he gets asked. One of the questions that he was asked was um, what you know how he felt about the trade rumors and Golden State Warriors and all of that stuff. And uh, LeBron uh, pretended to say, like, I never heard of it until I found out about it same time as you guys. Uh, what? <laughs> Nobody believes him. Um, and, and, you know, uh, it, was, it was a perfect response. It was a perfectly LeBron response that was only topped by when he was asked about retirement and, and if he wants a retirement tour. And he said, 
he's, uh, you know, not he hasn't made up his mind on whether he would re- want a retirement tour. This is the same guy who does the crown thing. Um, and, and this is the same guy who, you know, did the decision and uh, is heavily involved with Hollywood and with documentaries and has an entire production staff. That guy would not put on a uh, documentary for his final season and his final trip around the league. Sure thing, pal. And then uh, to wrap up the weekend, he was asked about his ankle. And according to Dave McMenamin, uh, quote, LeBron James says the treatment he will undergo on his left ankle uh, this week will possibly keep him out of the lineup for for Lakers Warriors on Thursday after the All-Star break is over. Why did you play then? What? And I get he didn't play in the second half, and um, and I, I, I there were a couple plays where he went to get up to like have one of his All Star Weekend type dunks, and and um, you know barely squeezed the ball over over the top of the rim, right? And you know that doesn't seem wise. And I know I am the guy who just a second ago said that like the guys who played need to care more about the thing that they played in. Yeah, I am. Um, and it isn't inconsistent to say that also their top priority needs to be actually healthy uh, for the uh, team that they play for. But you know what? Um, I, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what what comes of this quote and if he is actually available uh, for that Warriors game. From here on out, all of these games, all of these you know wins and losses are really going to matter. Um, wins against the Golden State Warriors, who they are vying for playoff positioning and play-in positioning against. Uh, that game is really going to matter. It'll be a nationally televised game as well, so you know the league wants him to to be able to give it a go. Um, I would be pretty shocked if he doesn't play in it. I think he understands what's at stake here, and if he was able to play in this, he'll pr- at least give uh, this week a go as well. Um, but it is now something that we have to pay attention to. And I'm curious what the treatment and what the injury is that he is working on, uh, all year he has had, he's been listed as questionable with right ankle tendinopathy, um, which I would ask Jen about, but she fell asleep midway through the first quarter of tonight's all-star game. So I wasn't able to ask her about, uh, what is go, what might be going on there. Um, but that is, uh, certainly a little concerning. Uh, you know, definitely opened my eyes up a little bit. A left ankle, right ankle. Um, uh, I, I, I believe, I, I, it might, it might be his left ankle, left ankle tendinopathy. I could just check their recent um injury reports and tell you guys uh, specifically uh, for tomorrow's show. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is certainly a little concerning, I guess, and and something that we'll have to keep a real eye on because. This season goes as LeBron and AD go. And it's it's really basically that simple. All right. Uh, I have a ton of other work I have to get to here, uh, both for this channel and the other shows that I'm working on. So I'm going, ahead to call, go, I'm going to go ahead and call it here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if you are new here, please subscribe to the feed on YouTube. Hit that like button comment away 
Um, get those five-star Apple uh, iTunes reviews in as well. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening uh, the morning after via pod form, again, preferably on Odyssey. And we will be back here tomorrow to uh, discuss what comes of this LeBron ankle treatment thing and um, and a couple other topics that I have in mind for you as well. So until then, until the next time you guys hear from me, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's. And for the love of God, NBA players, please start caring about this event that actually does matter.